Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, a podcast which doesn't deal with globally large devastating problems in the future, such as Beyonce ageing, but rather with the present day problems like how much money you may have lost on a Swans Tigers multi. You found me, the biggest tiger, jammed into the back of Leichhardt Oval scoreboard, forever waiting patiently for sandwiches and kickoff. The confused bleeding of giggles in the room are from Wet Wet Wetty Wet Rooster. In real life, my voice sounds like a sloth doing an impression of a parrot talking, but for your ears, listeners, it sounds like a flirty Rottweiler doing an impersonation <laughs> of crooning Barry White. Thanks <laughs> all to Mr. Merchandise. Uncle Tim isn't here, so whatever. <laughs> Nothing will change. An actual sloth. An actual sloth doing a bad impersonation of a drunk human is Miguel Sanchez, and that's why he's not here. But listeners, lean in and hold on to your monocles. To my left, I have a plump beaver, so stylish and handsome that he has duped a gorgeous blonde woman into marrying it. It's the original and the best fats. It's Fat Mike's brother, Fat Dave. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hi. And to my right is a swan doing an impersonation of a human, doing an impersonation of a Labrador. It's the doctor. Thank you. You're welcome. Gets better every week. And to our employers, our views are our own. So the vet at Leichhardt Oval Poochin Pals can keep their scissors to themselves. Um, we've got a bunch of beers here today. Fat Dave being an excellent um, person who turns up to a house. Guest. Guest. Brought beers. That's right. He bought some delicious Sierra Nevadas Pale Ale handcrafted. I'm not, sure you, I'm, not, I'm not sure you can say that on air. Can you say that on air? What? Sierra Nevada. Why not? Why wouldn't I? I don't know. I'm just looking at the other one that's in front of us. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no so these, um, have you had these ones before? Yeah, in Sierra Nevada. Oh, really? Yeah. Look out. Where's it made? Probably <laughs> Thailand, probably. Uh, no, look, it's no Sierra Nevada Brewing Co. USA product yeah. of USA. No, they're very Damn. good. The yeah. last time I drank these was actually in Yosemite National yeah, right. Park, which so, is in the Sierra Nevada. So we're classing up the podcast by bringing on this fats. Yep. Uh, and we're, way, we're way off topic. I feel. <laughs> and uh, our beer is always on topic. And so we're drinking these, and we're also drinking, of course, some growlers. Which growler have we got this week? There's a delicious growler in the middle from Wayward, the Otis, this week. Mm. The last week we, what did we have last week? I don't know. The Charmer, I think it was. Okay. And that was that no, fruity. No, no, we had the Otis. As well. It was the Otis last week, yeah. Oh, right. So I won't no one's listening to this bit anyway, but the Wayward's great. Keep going. What's in an Otis? <laughs> exactly the same as last week. But it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so all the fruity, delicious tones Is are going to be with coming. The, the guy, yeah, the forward notes of fruit and it was the kid's birth that he did it over? I'll read the notes, shall Okay, I? sorry, sorry, sorry. Sounds awful. Otis is our Indian pale ale, a style created extra strong and extra hoppy to survive the long sea journey from England to India in yeah, the 1700s. Our version is an ultra smooth IPA bursting with grapefruit, pineapple, lime zest <laughs> and, how did he say this, fruit... Apricot. Oh, ap- apricot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hop aromas. We had two types of oats creating a sweet malt and to balance the hops. So I can't wait to taste the apricot flavours <laughs> this week. Fuck, whoever does these guys' PRs, they're pretty they're good. good. They're I saw these guys good. at the um, markets just up from the scoreboard too this weekend. So oh, yeah. Um, if anyone wants to try some of these beers, they're at the Orange Grove Markets on that, Saturday morning. There you go. They're, they're encroaching over the entire inner west. Now, speaking of you being out near the Oval, what else happened for you this weekend? Uh, this weekend has been fairly quiet. I just came from this nice little gig in, just up from the Oval, a um, jazz gig in the park just up the road from my place. Oh, yeah? So live music in just this random little park in the inner west. So that was pretty nice. Cute. Um, 
apart from that, just doing little odd jobs around the house as always. Um, as also had some friends from Gunnedah stay last night. Yeah, right. And actually, he had a mate that was had a boat at Darling Harbour. You know those boats that sit <laughs> yeah, in front of ones. the nightclubs. Yeah, he had a mate there who was. Um, renting it for the night and he's like do you want to come out and I was like oh yeah right I think that, was, like. that sounds like and a pretty it was good invite average as you'd quite expect oh, no. it was just so noisy and oh so you went absolute bogans yeah, right. it was great company and Sam um, <laughs> you was... just stitched him up and then turned it around yeah, yeah. But, um, it was a horrible night uh, he was a nice guy this whole the, not getting just any the atmosphere darling hard yeah darling hard stay away from that oh for sure it's horrible yeah. anyway yeah. Yeah. and FD what's doing with you um, look again quiet weekend I've been waiting for my yeah the I've fattest got, wife. My fattest <laughs> wife to give birth to our second child. <laughs> and she's taking her sweet time. Mm. But much the same as much the same as the first child. It's looking like we'll probably we'll be in hospital next week and giving birth then under you know, the inducement chemicals that they give you. So <laughs> whatever they are. Um yeah. so we've been laying low, went to the pool today with Louie and did some odd jobs around the home, hung some pictures. Oh, wow. Drilled, drilled some holes in walls and hung some mirrors up. Yeah, you get shit done when you're waiting for things to happen. I do. Bought a hall, <laughs> bought a hall runner. Actually, looks pretty good. I don't know what that is. It's a like a carpet that runs down your hall. Oh, runner. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know um, that name. Yeah, you, yeah hall runner. From my key? the noise of the, the oldest charger running up and down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, just, just nice to have a bit of carpet on top of the so floorboard. <laughs> Well, it's a bit cold coming into winter on the floorboards. You yeah. feel like you want a bit of, That's you know. A bit of comfort. Bit Every of, time people of... talk about doing shit in the house, it sounds like you from When you were building a <laughs> chimney the other day, it sounded like you were nailing your wife. When you're laying carpet because it's getting cold. <laughs> I am definitely not nailing my wife. I can assure you that. Pauls, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, tonight we're going to go and see DJ Lethal Walkie Bring It On with, um, with Fat Mike and... Waz, who we're always giving shit to, and Jock Johnson, who was on here the other day. Bullshit. So that's exciting. Mm. Yeah. And we're going to do that just after we watch the Sandy Castles beat the Chicken Chow Money. Uh, anything else? Ready to go? Let's go. Oh, I can hear the sweet beepings Ooh. of someone trying to come into the... Uh... Can you not let him in? I'd fucking laugh. He's so not the sloth. I don't think that puss is coming in. I think it's Uncle Tim. Yeah. Yeah, great. He was also known as a sloth in that intro. Oh. Hey, just before we go on, can we just say why Mike isn't here? Fat Mike? Yeah. Um, I just like to... He's a big puss. Thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, that's, that's, that's enough. Puss, what? Sorry, a big puss. There you go. Very yeah, good. Okay. All right, move, moving right along. Because he did say last week he was going to come and then he pussed out. There we go. Let's do some thank yous <laughs> before we move on. Mine, um, before we do some football stuff, mine, I've got heaps this week because we had heaps of people be lovely about the pod. The first one is a review on Facey <clears throat> by Paul. He gave us five stars. Sport, sport sharp and sassy. New season sounding better than the first. Love the new artwork. Great stuff, Anna. Love the new theme music. Woo! The production <laughs> is wonderful. Kudos, Mr. Merchandise. And the talking talent is sharper and wittier and perhaps more vulgar than ever. Looking forward to listening to The Biggest T, The Doctor and Miguel, the sad soccer guy, <laughs> as, <laughs> as the footy season unfolds. Tigers! Woo! What a great uh, review. Thanks for that. Paul, and then Carsten on Facey as well gave us five stars. Three friends talking about all things around NRL with a sprinkle of wannabe footy, AFL, and dive footy, no description needed. It's really funny, especially after a Sunday's West Tigers game or the grand final. Big T's accent and voice impersonations are worth the special mention just for the K-Bay impersonation. Uh, 
The guest hosts that sometimes replace one of the regulars bring a new nice attitude to the pod. For sure, listen to it. It's effing good. There you go, Fats. You've already got your first compliment. You've barely even started. Uh, At Lexi Wood on Twitter said, oh, sorry, it's at Lexi Woods 1991. Get the nicest bloke on Twitter in your ear holes stat. Is he talking about you? I'm assuming they're talking about you, Doctor. Oh, right. Well, they're not not talking about Donald Trump. That's fucking No, or Fat Mike. (laughs) It's down to you and me, Swanee. And then at... On Twitter as well, at Sam Warden wrote, get around sports best friends, awesome sports pod between real friends and great banter. What a bunch of lovely things. And then also on Friday, Uncle Tim and I got to go to the football and we got to go in corporate box, all because of at DJ, at Chris Gale 11, who is uh, an epic Tigers legend and on FBI radio, and he sent me those two tickets. So that was excellent. I'm thanking him for that. Doctor, you got any thank yous? I just like the whole idea of people naturally enjoying the pod that we do. So I just want to thank all those people that appreciate the hard work that everyone else does apart from me in this situation <laughs> yeah. to yeah. make it all happen. So thank you, everyone. Yeah, And I, look, I'd like to thank you guys for having me on and Fat Mike for being a puss yeah. and, and, <laughs> and flaking because I've listened to, you know, these are some of my best friends in this room. We've been... Mates for a long time, and having listened, no, no, and actually having having listened to the podcast, I was skeptical to start with, and actually, no, before I listened to it, and a yeah. few episodes in, I was quite hooked. I know these guys; they're fuckwits. There's no way they can. Really There's no way they can produce anything quality, even for radio. Like there is not a chance. Um, I was proven wrong, and it's a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. So thanks for having me. Nah, you're welcome. Anytime. Um. Also, can we just outline your two objectives for this evening? You so, told us. Well, yeah. look, I've already kind of ticked one off, and that's to call my little brother a puss. Um, <laughs> I might just slip in some more banter along the way, but I'm really focused on the bigger picture, which is the drama that's unfolding today around the Australian cricket team. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go into it now because I'm sure it's. Yeah, we'll we, have time for it we're going to have time for it later, but. Suffice to say, I was shocked this morning, mm. and I and I truly mean that. Sh- shocked and saddened, um, and there's a whole lot of sort of heap of other adjectives. Brethren, yeah, yeah. That we so you got two main to. Uh, targets. You're, you're smashing Fat Mike, and you're smashing your strength. Yeah, I'll leave Mike. I'm Can just going to go. Say, on, I'm going to support so, you on both of those the whole yeah. entire pod. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just letting you know oh, that. Sorry, sorry, and just one more Friday night's game too. I'd like to have my two cents, but I'm sure. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, 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 we'll get there. <laughs> but I'm just also letting Waz know that you should keep listening to this episode, Big Dog, because usually by now Fat Mike would have smashed you about something. But this could be a safe space for you this week. So <laughs> good luck. Uh, let's talk about. Rugby League! If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> best. Now, before, I'm going to try something new this week. I'm going to describe the games without the score first, and then when I'm done, I want you guys to try and guess what you think the score was. Are we, now, talk, are we talking this week's games, aren't all, all, Yeah, just this weekend's yeah. games. And if you know the score, then that's fine. But if you don't know the score, like, have a crack at the end of it. Uh, Thursday, Storms and the Cows at the Muddy Yarra. First half, it was close, not much in it. Either of you get to watch this game? I watched a fraction of it. Was it the end with the score? Because that's going to ruin this game. On and off, on and off. Not much was in it. Vunavalu's bombed what would have easily been the try of the game, and then, um, but really, there was an arm wrestle for the entire time. Second half, Cows just looked beat straight away. And Joey and a lot of the other commentators, particularly Ray Hudley, blamed. 
it on refereeing. I put it down to Storms doing Storm things and just strangling the life out of the cows. Hef, Hess was massive in a losing team. Nelson Asofa Solomona, have you seen that fucking giant of a no, human? He plays for Melbourne. He's like seven foot something, 280 kilos. He was. He looked like the kind of bloke that you'd see in an under eights squad and they've just been like, you're a massive fat bloke, just go and play football. <laughs> and so he chugs along, but eventually by the time he gets to 13s, he has no fitness and he shouldn't be playing anymore and everyone's running around him. This bloke looks like that in adults. But then all of a sudden he's got some real skills. He's got an offload. He's got real fitness and he's looking so fucking scary. I, I, I don't ever want to play Melbourne again. Hey, so, it's, he's it's all right. We've already beaten them once. True. We've got right. them in two more weeks. So but oh. anyway, but the Storms generally um, across the park played well because the Storms are going to do what Storms are going to do. What do you think the score was? Oh, I know the score. I think I know the score. 30 to 14. Well, it's an excellent description there, wasn't it? <laughs> Can I just say the, part, the, the parts of the match I did watch was Vunavalu not playing great. Yeah. He um, took a bomb like took a bomb on the wing and ran it to the centre of the field, then knocked on and that was I think it was just before half time. And he did that with us when he was versing us. Like he's an absolute machine when it comes to taking some high balls yep. and um, scoring some tries, but that game he just looked like an absolute Doctor, the one he bombed, he took a kick return from about five out. Ran, stepped at a perfect time, broke the line, ran 80 metres, had the fullback to beat and passed it into the fullback instead of the fox who was also screaming alongside him. <laughs> yeah, so it would have been an incredible thing, but he fucked it because that's what they do sometimes. Uh, only one tweet out, of this, tweet out of this one. At Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78. Who's our friend Carsten who gave us that excellent review. Fuck that one side beard merchant. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it means I just loved that tweet so much I had to read it out loud Fuck that one side beard merchant Friday Unspays versus Black Panther At Withdrawal Stadiums And and the great thing about Unspays I've now even changed it to Uns <laughs> Uns got up Got out well and looked great Thanks to Umbai And anyone who's been listening Would have heard me say for the last two weeks That who's really shit on their team I've been saying it for weeks. Great, no one's listening. Yeah. Frawley yeah, is really shit. Back. And the only one who's been really good on their team I've been saying is Mumbai. <laughs> Great listening. No, you're all really good. <laughs> Give us a few seconds. Nah, man. Dead air. <laughs> Frawley's fucked. Mumbai's really good. I've been saying that for weeks. So what did they do? They dropped Frawley this week and Mumbai had an absolute day. So to the Oons coaching staff, welcome to the podcast. You're obviously listening <laughs> and you're welcome. One of the Morris twins had a milestone 200th game. Which can hold on? Yeah, that's. Do you guy. even do you still know which one's which? No, because I got no clue. Then a Morris took an intercept and ran ninety meters to score. <laughs> um, they said it was the Morris who was having the milestone, <laughs> but how the fuck would you know? It was just, <laughs> it, it's a better story, so everybody went with it. Oons did get up fourteen nil at one stage, which um, for those playing at home has been a really crazy score to have against the Black Panthers. They, whoever they played okay. in round one, and then whoever they played in round two. They were losing 14 nil and came back and to came win back both of those right. games. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah it was, it was definitely South round two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, no, it was Parramatta round one. And then, um, so anyway, they, everybody thought they were going to come back and they did. And of course, with five minutes to go, they were down by two and the commentators were all over them. But then the Oons held out for a great win. For, and it was actually their first win of the year. What do you think Can the score I, was? 2018. 2018. Fuck. Why Can the I Oons? Do? You reckon, so you reckon I'm so good. 
you reckon they get a wooden spoon, the doggies? Is Oons, that what? Oh, for Oons. sure, urn space. Yeah, sure. right. And also, that's just you flexing your uh, pig Latin knowledge. What no, do you no, think no. Get a spoon? <laughs> Worked it out. There was a bit of talk last year about um, you appreciating the urn space. Oh, he does, and this is this is great <laughs> evidence. The fact he's leaning. What? What's my team's gonna get the urn space? <laughs> you fucking love Canterbury. Me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're gonna say you're gonna say you're you're a Tigers fan, and I'm sure that's true. Tigers would be number one. But you're fucking smoky number two, 100%. Is that because that year that South and Canterbury played in the grand final, I didn't go for South? Yeah, but also earlier that year, year, they had one of the, I think it was actually around Easter, they had an incredible game where it came down to a drop goal and he got tackled and you fucking fired up about the penalty and you were messaging me, fuck, this is fucking bullshit. God, you got a good memory. Yeah, you would. were fired up. That's longer. Well, I was just like, who the fuck cares about Canterbury? Fat cares about Canterbury. Before we go on. My Origin watch is always oh, on, yeah? on target yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at the Sun Herald this morning and there was a headline, Cleary out of Origin 1. Mm. And I was like... Not even selected. But not even out. selected. <laughs> yeah. He's already out because he's like a he's grade three um, medial ligament. You're talking about three. Nathan Cleary. Yeah, Nathan Cleary. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I hope so, Cleary could come back and coach, maybe. <laughs> I don't think or so. Or play. Or play. Did he what? play for New Queensland, actually, I think? Yeah, he was there? a... Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, you're back. yeah. So <laughs> the fact that he's not even been a part of the Origin team, but Ever. he's almost a guaranteed selection by that mm. article headline. So and now they're saying, but you're you clearly got that's your origin origin, origin radar. That's, yeah. Beep beep. Uh, at the broken chapper, Moses and by switching to fullback is a revelation. Completely agree with you. Straight away though, Moses is the best fullback Queensland has. How did Chapo go wow. with the shipping this week? Oh, fuck, he bottomed out, I'm sure of it. But he went from one great tweet to one redonkulous tweet. Late, the later game on Friday, the Mighty West Tigers played the Horse Lodge at the Heartbreak Hotel. I mean, at Sea Station. So Uncle Tim and I were there. We got there super early because they put on food and drink. We watched the the can- we watched the Bay game on <coughs> Tim's phone uh, which was great. <laughs> I can't uh, see the screen <laughs> it was I mean did y'all watch that game yeah it did yeah. actually yeah. I did. yeah I don't even know I went to write stuff down I just wrote like no, we well, defended look, like I, crazy I'll tell, tell you what I thought you know we've been West Hard West Tigers diehards and Balmain Tigers diehards since I can remember yeah I thought we're showing and I've only watched snippets of the first two games this year, but I think we're playing a very different style of football where once on a third tackle we would throw a Hail Mary and say, yeah. oh, shit, let's try and create something. Actually, no, we're not. We're running it up in the middle of the ruck. Yeah. Actually, the intent was there to just get metres where we should be able to get metres mm. and then on the last pass find a halfback, find the 5'8 and put a kick in or, mm. or put a play on. And I thought that was really different. It was a scrappy game. Mm. It, was an, it wasn't like entertaining in terms of like length of the field tries or no. skillful um, handling by the movement, no, nothing, yeah. nothing like that. But it was interesting in terms of your, like you said, it was, it was gritty. There was a lot of defence from the Tigers when we would have once let yeah, tries sure. mm. in that try by I think it was Nofaluma who tackled. Was it Nofaluma or the when yeah, they oh, Nofaluma, put him over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. put him over. Put the, the number yeah. four over in the in goal. That would have been a dead set try any other day of the yeah, year, yeah, but yeah. there was and he that was one out too. He yeah, and there was work. commitment there to to save the mm. try line. Now, what happened at the end is <laughs> is up for complete <laughs> discussion, um, which I'm sure we'll come to. But I thought it was it was an entertaining game nonetheless. In that you could see teams actually really scrapping for it and really trying to, you know. I'm just going to put it out there that I'm a bit worried if 
the grub comes back and takes over Benji's position because Benji's like that little oracle that Luke Brooks can feel comfortable around. Right. And he said it in the media before, he's just so comfortable playing with him. If Josh um, Reynolds, well, look, Reynolds the, comes back, it's potentially the, he might get some flair, but he's like Josh Moses. He has an absolute gun game and they won't, they win. Reynolds will come back more. and he'll get the starting 5-8 gig. Like, there's no, That's what I don't want to see. Well, I, just I'm, 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 I'm with you, but unfortunately, I don't think that's the way that it's going to work. I <laughs> love seeing injured during that game, so he won't be playing next week. So that's an easy. If if Reynolds is fit, then that's an easy fix. But yeah. he got injured with about at about six. So I love mark I love seeing him. Benji back back in league colours and in the back black and gold. Yeah. I think he's. He's, and he's, white. he's, oh God, he's, he's passed his, you know, he's passed his prime. He threw some horrible passes, tried some horrible plays, but he's always there playing for the team, with the team, yep. with the best intent. Um, and he's, he's got so yeah. much chat. You can see him just calming everyone down, telling everyone what the job is. And that's massive. Communication in this game is so underrated and he's doing an excellent job of keeping all that shit under wraps. Yep. The, I'm not actually, I'm, I don't ref's fault. The last penalty thing, the, the entire rugby league media has already covered. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm happy to hear what you guys think of it, but the, the NRL boss came out and said, the referee's boss said it was a mistake, blah, blah, blah. Everyone fired up on the night. Yeah. Cool, whatever. I'm more disappointed that, that that's what the story is because we have now comp- competed against the best team last year, the second best team last year, and the third best. Looking at the table, they came first, second, and third. We've let in two tries yeah. against yeah. those fuckwits. That's no, incredible. No. And, we, and as we said, like last year, any Tiger, well, last three years, any Tigers team would last 60 minutes. These idiots not only lasted 80, but they lasted the first half of extra time and they were out on their feet and no one scored. Like they didn't let them anywhere near the yeah. trial. And Brisbane was completely fucked the entire game. Yeah, so right. were we, but we have been fucked for three games. That's the other thing. Our, atten- our attack hasn't been great for three games. But our defense and we've been has winning. been phenomenal. Brisbane's attack's been fine. And we completely halted that, and they looked like sh- as they looked like shit. And so that's excellent from us. That's incredible. I don't know how I feel about Bernard Sutton coming out and saying it was our it was mistake. Because mm. I, I understand you have got to come out and admit your mistakes, but I don't know if that helps the situation or not. I don't it think it helps the story the si- going on. And going no, on. it keeps the story going on. And I think I agree with you, um, biggest tiger. The the focus has been taken off the team, and it goes to the referee. And it's unfortunate in situations like this. That's what happens. But I'm just going to give 30 seconds of <laughs> Here we go. Yes. my time, <laughs> which might turn into about a minute. Yeah, uh, no, you're getting time for 30 seconds. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, just sort of going and, and, and reiterating what Gus Gould and the guys were saying after the match is that unfortunately what we see in rugby league now is it turning into a refereeing masterclass where refs are blowing penalties for the sake of blowing penalties. And it's almost like... It takes the focus away from the football and puts the focus on, ah, gotcha, gotcha for this, gotcha for that, gotcha for that. The breaks in play are sometimes infuriating where all of us, you watch state, the, the way they will referee state of origin mm. and the way they will referee a club game are chalk and cheese. The mm. thing that I love about origin, despite New South Wales losing a, <laughs> a million out of a million and one series, yeah. is that the game flows, flows. and mm. you get advantage and disadvantage, but there's this push and this pull and there's this kind of, natural symbiotic relationship between the referees and the players and they just let it go. If someone king hits a guy, well, you blow a penalty. Mm. In club games, it's just not as much fun to watch and I think there is emphasis being taken away on the football and letting the football decide who wins as opposed to the penalties. Now, I think it should have ended at 
seven all, and they split the points. Mm. And that's, well, that was Tom Green. Tom Greenberg came out this week and said that he wants his referees to do exactly what they're doing in the ruck, and if there's penalty, they blow the penalty. Mm. He doesn't care about. The yeah, and that's pain. and you know what that's and and it's not up to the actual referees on the field on the day. They have a they've been given a they've been given the order. Yeah, so it comes from the top, and they can't. Dictate, but never, but, I've never heard that come from the NRL boss rather than the actual. Well, he's yeah. sticking up for his. You know, the, yes, I mean, the referees yeah. are still part of the game. They still yeah, sure. they fall under the jurisdiction yeah, of the NRL. Sure, but this is he's like he just comes across as the Donald Trump just wants to control every other yeah. aspect of the game. Like leave the refereeing to the referees. So I was talking about this last night with the. Um, the most beautiful tiger's parents, and one of them is a teacher, and she was saying that it sounds like when I was talking to the Italian stallion about it, her father-in-law, and the, by the time we got to the end of the conversation, it didn't look like she was listening. But at the end, she just said, "That sounds like what teachers do when they just don't smile till Easter. Yeah. They just give, it, they fucking hammer everything everybody does until Easter, and then after Easter, they relax because everything is exactly how they want it to be because no one fucking moves unless." They've told them to move. And so she thinks that what this could be is that referees are smashing everyone. They're setting the standard. They're setting a precedent. the first 10 rounds. And then hopefully by then, coaches and players have all pulled their socks back in and then they're hopefully going to have an easier But what? But But they know it needs almost brief the media in the quiet just saying this is... But this is is contrary to what the NRL needs to do in terms of there's 26 rounds. If you're going to call the first 10 rounds substandard football because the, there's going to be too many penalties blown, what's mm. that going to do to people like me who don't watch every game yeah. but watch the games that I really want to watch, Tigers yeah, and maybe yeah, yeah. A, a few others, I'm going to get bored. But it's yeah. a short-term and pain. If you do that for 10 I, weeks this season, it should it should start off that way. But they've the been doing it for the last four or five seasons yeah. and I don't... It's because s- they've done it for four weeks and stopped because they got criticised. Mm, they tried to do this Easter thing and then, yeah. 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 Look, I, I understand that they have to set an agenda. And I'm not disrespecting the referees in any way. I don't want to get fined, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I just think it took away from, you know, 99 times out of 100, that 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 yeah. not, mark and not square gets let go. And yeah, honestly, sure. like, that was a joke of a penalty. But the fact that it got called after playing seven minutes of extra time with no penalties blown or yeah. one penalty blown and it was end of the field stuff and then you, you just, it's just like, oh. Yeah, the it's referees a, need a break. He's had a big night. Well, eight, 87 minutes is <laughs> time to clock off and go to the I mean, there's a horrible part of me that probably was relieved as well. Just, oh, fuck, the game's finally it's, fucking over. Yeah. I can release my arsehole. Can't, the train back to the central leaves. So we're going to get back out of there. Um, the other thing that was great, though, I mean, out of all of that shit, the great thing that the Tigers did was when they would, they'd been leading by two with 10 to go, however many it was, because I didn't run anything down because I'm still too upset about it. And then they kicked that penalty, which if I am going to ref's fault, that penalty that they fucking kicked was less of a penalty than the yeah, And then they kicked a drop goal and it looked like we were fucking done. And the Tigers somehow wrestled Mate, their... That got, was phenomenal. Wrestled their way back to the other end. And when Luke Brooks kicked that field goal to make it 7-all, it was life-affirming. Like, it was just yeah. holy fucking shit. Yeah. C-Town exploded. It was it's incredible. Yeah. It was, and you you take, take aside the result on Friday night. The Tigers are looking... I'm not going to say they're going to do... Anything because that's what usually happens at the start of yeah, the season. They yeah. win two and you go, ah, oh, premiership, premiership. But they look a very, a much more composed, yeah. methodical, um, a slightly more disciplined team than they did last yeah. year. But I think that will hold them in good stead oh, for sure. throughout the season. What was the score? What was the score? <laughs> it, was a, it was a soccer score, wasn't it? It was. 9 yeah. 7. 
Yeah. Okay. Arsenal versus Watford. <laughs> <laughs> Watford wins. Uh, there's a bunch Sorry, of tweets about this. The first three are from our three biggest fans, so I'll smash them first. Hey, uh, at Hey Sam Warden. And they, he, these two first two added us as well. They did at Sports BFFs. I'm so proud of my Tigers. One try to nil moral victory. Has, hash glass hall of fame. Hash rugby league. At Ma underscore Aaron. There were lots of happy Broncos last night. Not just the result. Wayne told Milford, Bird and Thiday that a win would mean a trip to Campbelltown Sizzler. <laughs> how, could you, how could you refuse? Hash, it's funny because they're fat. <laughs> Uh, there's a good fat, fat Dave story about a sizzler, wasn't there? Yeah, there oh, was. Yeah. Once upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> Would you Maybe like we'll, to tell we'll it? Keep, well, we'll keep that yeah. for the next episode, boys. Come on. Anyway. Come on. Go easy. It's my first day. <laughs> <laughs> At one-eyed tiger underscore. Broncos have two wins thanks to a goalpost pad and a rare golden point penalty. Tigers have won two games scoring two tries in total. Funny game, rugby league. <laughs> At Ian underscore Johnson 68. Dreadful decision. Mm, that's all you wrote. No, 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 no. This isn't K-Bay. Well, it does come up. At Mitch6388. A hate ref bashing, but man, that was brutal. At Dan Tyrrell. Conceded two tries in 247 minutes against the teams that were first, second, and third last year. Proud. At Joel Kane, who is an ex Tiger. Tiger. We're not talking Joel Kane from Sports Sports. Are we? we are. Is he an ex Tiger? Yeah. Shut the front yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18 years ago. Jermaine Isaiah, who was the guy who kicked all the penalties and the drop goals for the Brisbane, oh, yeah. was three years old. Wayne Bennett was here. Uh, the Wayne Bennett was here. He is was where he is right now in the same coach's box at Campbelltown after the Broncos drew after eighty minutes. That's why that guy runs sports bet because. He can't, fucking... He's not allowed to bet on his own like Shit. company because yeah. he would fuck. Imagine that multi with that thing with that stat <laughs> yeah. betting on the where Wayne Bennett was incredible. eighteen years 18 ago. Eighteen years ago, the guy they the Tigers and Broncos drew, and yeah. then we drew. That's incredible. Good on you, Joel. And at Cat Tiger One, despite the result, make no mistake, we are the real deal in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think, I think that sums it up. I think we are definitely we're going to give a lot more yeah. than we did last season, yeah. which oh, for sure. wouldn't be hard. But one other, one last thing before we move on is the hashtag on the bus came up on the radio yesterday oh, yeah. when I was driving home, and they were saying that the Tigers are definitely on the bus. But the fact that it still gets brought up when they score a try or um, gets brought up when something good happens is just like that movement that Ivan Cleary has brought about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. So I think it's going to become a bit of a like. Um, a bit of a catch cry, catch, and I think yeah, yeah. I think it will. I think whether As it's that or whether on. it's something else, they'll find something to, we'll yeah, like you say, sort of bring the team together. It'll become a bit infamous. Okay. Saturday, Faders versus the Warriors at Old Premiership House. Now that's a great. I'm instead of doing GIO GM Cold Stadium, I'm now calling it Old Premiership House because it sounds like Old Parliament House, which is in Canberra. I haven't won a premiership for a long time. Old premiership house. You're welcome. Another sin bit in this game, which I love, which was um, our old mate. Um, he used to play for us and also play for Melbourne and also Blake. the Broncos. Nah. Blake. Blake Austin. Blake Austin. Nah, no, no, no. Although he did, but he never played for Melbourne. The guy who... Doesn't matter. <laughs> Warriors were great all game. Faders attacked really well because they have a really decent squad. And they put on heaps of points. They seemed to lack the attitude, though, to defend well for 80 minutes. And thus, they didn't have the desire to win. 
Because they can attack, though, they were up 13-6 at the break. Now, write that down if you're trying to keep yeah. score of what you think it is at the end. They were the next to score and played most of the second half at 19-6. Write it down. It's your clues. I know the Warriors put well I'm just telling Warriors you. put on one um, out wide to make it 19-12 with 20 to go, but it felt like a cons- like a consolation. consolation try. Thanks. Conciliation is what I kept trying to say. <laughs> That was until Isaac Luke scored under the post with two minutes to go, and all of a sudden it was 1918, and you could finally see someone, or some of the faders, mentally come back. Like, Wake up. Yeah. They were mentally in the change rooms, in the dressing rooms, and they're like, oh, shit, we should probably actually fucking do something. We still some time. <laughs> now, even that, though, being 1918 with less than two minutes, most NRL teams would hold on. Warriors received the kick, the hustled Raiders. 70 metres, yeah, that's why they're called the Faders, hustled 70 metres downfield and levelled it with a Johnson field goal to go 19 all with one minute left. Faders kicked off, put up no fight. Warriors worked the ball 80 metres downfield with a Sean Johnson to kick another field goal with 10 seconds to go. Game over. Warriors win three games to nil. Incredible game. And what was more incredible was the Faders coach, Ricky Stewart, Came out in the post conference in the press conference post game and blamed referees. Who sticky? Yeah, he came out and said we lost that game because you're referees. down thirteen. You're up thirteen six at half time and you lose because the other you're team up nineteen put, twelve during sorry, some time and the other team puts on two field goals in the last minute. Yeah, in the last two minutes. Well, his last two games worth of excuses have been washed away, so yeah. he's got to find something new for the sticky. third. Sticky, just quietly. Oh, what was the score? Anyone doing the math? Twenty to nineteen. Twenty to nineteen. Well done. I'm loving this game. Well, you know what? And I, like the only way, the only reason I know that is because I looked at the results and I saw twenty to nineteen. Oh, was it a was it nineteen all after mm. full time? And I thought they must have gone a golden point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So fucking weird. And especially after watching our Brisbane Tigers game, where they fought so incredibly hard that no one could move for five minutes of extra time, they couldn't get a kick away. These fuckers let them walk all the way up <laughs> yeah. twice. It's, it's like moving a lorry in. Yeah, how'd you come wrong with that? Yeah, that'll do. Have a kick. Wait, they must, did what did they do? Again. Like part the Red Sea, run <laughs> two length of the fields and two field goals with no... With no and there wasn't even a controversial opposition. marker penalty because none of the fucking markers ran out to even try and stop them. Sean Johnson just t- took it. It was like he was fucking putting. What was on in Canberra yeah. last night? Where were the Raiders? <laughs> I don't know. Was Limp Biscuit <laughs> playing? Was Limp Biscuit? Fucking up your town. Yes. <laughs> oh, the shockwaves. I mean, I didn't watch the game, but it sounds it's a horrible oh, way to lose. It like, was so it was stupid. And the, the thing is you could see them lose. I mean, I said that they woke up when they were down by they were still winning by That's one. That's what the Tigers would do. See, that is the Tigers of all we would do that. Oh, we yeah, would yeah, be we... up nineteen twelve with yeah. call it ten minutes to go and go yeah. oh. see in the sheds, boys, we're good. We yeah. were amazing. And just yeah. Throw in the towel. Especially at home. Oh yeah. my god. That's what well, I'm talking about. Why are we talking about it? Canberra Raiders have done the same. It's hard enough to get a crowd that's, um, what did you call it? Old non parliamentarian. <laughs> old Premiership House during freaking autumn. Yeah, during the- let alone <laughs> yeah. if you're or losing winter by when it's one snowing. point every single week you play there, yeah, when but- you're playing in June and August, mm. you've got no chance. Uh, at Mitch underscore 90. The fucking Warriors, though, get the fuck around them. Perth to New Zealand to Canberra. That's yeah, a great point. They up. went Perth to, to New Zealand to Canberra to go three out of three for the first time in their history. Looked to have a perfect balance, too. Couldn't organise a route and a brothel for years, but ran two perfect field goals <laughs> set in a roll today. Yeah, the last. And if I'm not wrong, the only team that could do 3-0 and o is 
the Knights, the Knights tonight if they and beat St. George the Chooks. right now. Is that right? Okay, yeah, St. George well, we're hanging on that one. At it's 36 8 to, away to St. George. Oh, oh, all right, well, there you go. I'm putting a line the through. Communist. The commies. <laughs> at Southo Dan, Ricky Stewart, three losses and three refs' faults. The fraud is cooked. Step down. <laughs> <laughs> at Dave Ray 99. I don't think this is you, is it, Fats? No. Not me. I don't have Twitter. There you go. And your last name's not Ray. Complain about officials till the cows come home, but scored zero points in the last 30 minutes. Three scoring players allowed in the last three minutes. Winning a field goal, winning field goal with an 80-minute return, 80-meter return, sorry. And we led our three games by 18, 8, and 12 points, but lost all of them. Oh, and yet, I'll be back next week. Hash bleed green. I love that. Dave's absolutely fucking nailing his team, and in the last little bits, saying, oh, fuck back. it, I don't yeah. care, I love him. I reckon we should bookmark this event, because that's going to be a trivia question next yeah. a few weeks' time. How many teams have lost by leading by more than 10 points? Mm. Well, it was and you get your money, you get your money back. Well, you Canberra can... Raiders, Canberra Raiders, Canberra Raiders. That's true, actually. They are <laughs> fucking everybody's cash, because if you get up by 12, I think sports oh, bet pays you out. Joel Kane. Maybe yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be... No wonder he's tweeting. He's trying to look for another job, maybe. Yeah, he's going to be out a big conspiracy. <laughs> At Trent Slats, two of the most inept defensive sets you've ever seen to finish. And Ricky Stewart chooses to blame the refs. I'd like to call it a deflection tactic, but he has form. You're can, just rubbish coach and, you're, and you're soft, your team is soft, Ricky. And can I just wager a bet that most of those tweets are coming from Canberra diehards too, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I don't think Slats is, but I think you're right. A lot oh, of look, I'd say there'd be... be just some people that are just giving it to Sticky yeah. because they love their team and just realise that, hey, stop da- stop, dance, stop dancing around the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, something's wrong. It's the same we as need, us last year. It. Most yeah, of exactly. the Tigers people would be like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Jason? Next one on Saturday was the uh, Rabbits versus the Dirty Birds at Withdrawal Stadium. Perth game of the round to date. And I'm only saying that because I don't know if South... Uh, I didn't know if the Dragons and Titans were going to be a shit game. But anyway, it was the Perth game of the round so far. So we are claiming... What's a Perth, Perth game of the round? Perth game of the round is where it's it's in a, it's so shit it's in another time zone. Ah, yeah. oh, right, right, right. Not the Perth I like... Yeah, not the Perth's like bad. Perth. Yeah, yeah, it's got nothing to do with Perth. It's just that it's so fucking far away. We should put it all the way over there in another time. Today's so program bad. is brought to you by <laughs> Tourism in Western Australia. <laughs> no muscle or energy outside of Jake Travojevic, who is quickly becoming my favourite player who's not a West Tigers player and also a shoe-in, I reckon, for Origin, by the is way. Is he not playing for Manly anymore? He is. That's what well, I'm saying. He's, got a he's my favourite. He's, he's got, got There's two. two. There's Tom. Jake and Tom's Tom. a fullback. Yeah. Oh, right. But you wouldn't forget the last name Trevojevic. Well, that's it, right. Anything amazing DC did last week and that 54 fucking smashing of Parramatta was completely opposite this week. He was fucking putrid. So many bad options, especially in last tackle. South had so much grunt as well. Oh, oh yeah, you're going to fucking launch into this because you love South. South had so much grunt. Sam Burgess was destroying people, which is great to watch. The rain did affect the play, though, which is why I think it ended up being Perth-esque. But someone had to win, and I think the Rabbits wanted it more. Inglis, though, finished the game without being injured, and he looked really good for most of it. And as a league fan, I love it when that guy's at his best. How do you feel about South Spats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good with South. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I hate a lot more teams than I hate. I, like, I, like, I hate teams more than I hate Souths. What do you th- I, I do hate South. What do you think the score was? Oh, something. No, fuck off. <laughs> Stop looking at the thing before I tell him you did it. You cheating bastard. <laughs> what I'm our just... viewers, what our listeners can't see is Hugo blatantly cheating I'm a just... la Steve Smith. Oh, oh 
shit. Oh, Fuck tampering. Dropping bombs. <laughs> Sorry. School on that's, tampering. That's uh, going to be the segue to our next, uh, yes. our next section. I just want to... Um, Put the tape away. I'm looking at the try scoring, like the time. Let's try to do research, you reckon, sir. After two minutes, <laughs> two minutes, 11 minutes, 29, 46, 56, 61, 78. Yeah, like, they, it yeah. sounds like no, a never, pretty much. Sounds like a, sounds like a they didn't get over halfway, from yeah. the sounds of it. Pat Picanti wrote in and she added the support at the podcast as well. So thanks, Pat Picanti. South had great energy from the first second to the hooter, Man, where Manly looked tired, probably from warming probably from warming up in the rain, suckers. Our attack was strong. Our defence was stronger. If they keep playing like this, they'll win the premiership. Eye rolly face. Love it. Um, Pat Picanti has been pretty quiet for the first two rounds. Yeah, I don't know why. Can you f- imagine... The f- What's the, the correlation looking, between... The weather's looking pretty good out there now, isn't it, Pat? So, yeah. win up, you're Just back trying on to think, tweeter. South lost didn't hear from us. South lost didn't hear from us. South won. All of a sudden, we're yeah, getting yeah. tweets. There you go. South, South fan? Yeah, big time. Uh, at Devonhead, the South... Oh, these frauds gifted with an easy draw and only have one win against the Eels side with Hayne not even in it. I think he's talking about Devonhead. I think he's talking about uh, the Eels being frauds, and I like that. At Scotty Eel, this is pretty smart by Manly. Didn't get <laughs> didn't get any kickoff practice last week, so they're trying to get it all in now. <laughs> I like that. At the Broken Chapo, Bulldogs never lost by 30, hashtag just saying. And then, of course, our mate, <coughs> the K-Bay. Flying oh, <laughs> low. Oh, mate. Now, would you like to Seagull predict down. what he said? Seagull down. You played that game last week. What did K-Bay say? Oh, what did he say? I'm just trying to get my voice. (laughs) Just cheat. (laughs) DCE didn't show up today. Still dehydrated from the weekend before after a great performance. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Wish he would return for next week. Dot, dot, dot. Smiley face in anticipation. (laughs) Now that poor bastard. He was telling he told me for ages he was listening and I, and then I would say oh I'm gonna listen this week and I'd be like okay great and then I'd see him and he'd be like oh no I didn't get a chance so I'll listen next week and I was like okay cool and then I would go I would end up watching games with him every weekend and I'd be like now here's your Twitter account like what are you gonna say getting all deed up great I'm gonna read it on the pod and he's like yeah no I'm gonna listen and then I knew he wasn't because I was doing those fucking ridiculous voices. <laughs> And he finally must have heard because he tweeted me during last week going, dan, 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 you fucking dan, dan. <laughs> Obviously shitty. So welcome, KB, to finally listening to these episodes. And he only said he listened because they won 54 nil. So he wanted to hear us talk about So he's not going to hear this. No. Don't bother. <laughs> At KB. Thank fuck for the hooter. No show today. Oh, sorry. Thank fuck for the hooter. Dun, dun, dun. No show today. Exclamation mark. Zipped, zipped smiley emoji with a zip over my mouth. Thanks, Kobe. Paramatasala versus the old Gil in the uh, double transaction because they had, they were both at Withdrawal Stadium. This was almost the Perth game of the round, but I did enjoy it probably because there was less rain. Paramatasala were never in this because they just can't attack. They were too many crazy explosion heads and not enough cool heads. And like all good bank accounts, you need to have a balance of both. Oh. Thanks. Moses and Norman have their other halves and they were they just don't work together at the moment. And they both look super frustrated the entire game. Plus, they've got Kenny Edwards and Nathan Brown who are both massive players with effort, like excellent with effort players. Either effort. But 
and and so their burst their offloads and their bursting was crazy but they have a crazy eye energy which of course eventually leads to mistakes and penalties Gill looked good for both first and second rounds, but they just couldn't hold it together for 80. But they did in this game, and they looked legitimate, and they actually really looked like they might go to the finals just even off this one game. Biggest thing I took out of this was it reminded me that Ennis is such a great commentator. Score line. Have a crack. 14-4. Uh, oh, fuck off. How did you cheat on that? No, I fuck. I, I know the results. And I know that you weren't even going to ask me. The game. Well, I you didn't even you because I can see on the fucking phone. Am I holding the phone? No, no just not. smart. It's up here. That's why you got me on. Okay. <laughs> this game's not working. Uh, at Special K Online, I'm not complaining about the win. That's just us in 2018 until we work it out. Ideally, I'd keep those halves, have Moylan in the one, but that won't happen. They had um, in the halfback they had Trent Hodkinson, the yeah. old New South Wales winning what uh, halfback? Yeah, the, the has he played for Paramount? Yeah, he's now playing Cronulla. for Cronulla. Would you believe? So he left the Knights and then... Yeah. God, onto this, Cronulla. this yeah. can't keep tracking him. No, and he's... Anyway, there and he played well. At Billy underscore Buttons, we, meaning the Eels, we just outplayed... We were just outplayed by the Sharks side missing 80% of their peptides. What has become oh, us? Turn it up. And then, and then another Eels fan, at Tim McIntyre... Oh, sorry, it's at Tim Comedian. I can't believe Jared Hayne has come off with an injury... When Parramatta are down at NRL shit, no one says. True that. Sunday. I do feel sorry for Parramatta again and lose four in a row after Easter Monday. Yeah, that's a lock of the week already. Sunday, the Shitans are playing the commies right now at the Mayor's Swimming Hole. And I've called it the Mayor's Swimming Hole because it's the, whatever it's called. Can you tell me what the name is? Would you say it was like the Bergenhofer? It's Bergenhofer or whatever. Anyway, his name, he's the mayor. Clive Bergenhofer. And he was the ex-mayor of... Toowoomba, and so I was imagining straight away that Simpsons episode where the Prime Minister's sitting in a donut dinghy and the thing, Prime Minister! Yeah! <laughs> and so anyway, it's that stadium's now called the Mayor's Swimming Hole. Nice. What, what was the score? It's 42-8. With 42 8 oh, Seven to go. God! Jesus Christ. So I think um, Titans could come back. If, <laughs> oh, that's the Raiders. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. And then also later tonight, so obviously the... Uh, Saints have won. They're now three and oh, they're looking like they're going to be March premiers. Didn't they do this again. at the start of last? They yes. did do this at the start of last season. I, I the thought the same five. thing. I thought the blood and the blood and bandages. Here we go. It's mm. going to be the year, but that's why you can't get too excited early in the season. Nope. I think I think there's a lot that people need to iron out. The good teams included. Yep. And I think it levels out around round twelve, round ten, round twelve, and we see who really is. Really yeah, we see the guys that are going to stay. But look, I'm glad that I. The, the blood Saints and bandages are doing well. Yep. The communists, call them what you will. And uh, Brent, Ben Hunt's doing an excellent job. From the, the first 30 minutes I got to watch the game, he looked great. Yep. So anyway, I'm glad for them. And then later tonight, it's the Chicken Chow Money versus Sandy Castles at the Foam Neck What Brace. time's kickoff too, PS? It's 6, six Is that yeah. right? Maybe and we'll have so to watch it locally. We might, yeah. We'll be able to watch that later tonight, although I don't know what you'll be doing because it's Monday, so whatever. Uh, let's move on. I love sports. Uh, what's doing in the AFL, Doctor? I'm loving sport. AFL is started this weekend and it started off on Thursday nights with 90,000 people watching Richmond Carlton. Wow. I think that's c- covered the entirety of the NRL um, round this year. Mm. This year. I, put it out <laughs> of, I was meant to say this week, but yeah, probably this, this year. This fucking season. <laughs> um, but Carlton... 
came out pretty strong and were um, competitive for the first half of the game. And Richmond, who were the premiers last year, uh, were a little bit slow, but in the third and fourth quarters absolutely came through and absolutely wiped their backsides. Partially because... Is that why they're brown? Yellow and brown? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the the Hawthorne who actually got up too. Aren't the Richmond Tigers brown as well? They're black and yellow. Oh, it's yellow. So you know when... When people used to have Tigers scarves and they're like, oh, I support them in Tigers. And you're like, that's yellow, not orange. I distinctly remember I was in year four. I was trying to buy my dog one of those. um, We were at a pet store. They had jumpers that you could put on your dogs. Yep. And I was like, fuck, great. They've got a Tigers one. Went closer and it was fucking yellow and brown. I was yeah. like, what the fuck's wrong with this? And like, it's a Richmond Awful. Tigers. I was fucking putting that. It was, I remember distinctly. <laughs> I was fucking set it on fire if, I had a, if I, my parents hadn't tackled me. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> also, I've worked out. Starting early. Yeah. I've worked out. Your parents why, tackled you. That's <laughs> awesome. Maybe the man I am today. Um, I've worked out why there's so many people at Melbourne NFL, AFL games. Why is that? Because they're so cultured that they need to be there. <laughs> Like they, yes, they yeah, are all yeah, about the no. selfie and the latte. They would have been, you, yeah. you're not there unless you're there. So they would have been selfieing with the MCG behind them. Oh, loving life, to, living life to the fullest. This is my best life. And then click, click, click. And then they fuck, they fuck off and have some kind of cocktail in some mocktail bar in St Kilda. But yeah, they check in seen, in every venue on the way. You would have seen the same Shit. at Campbelltown Stadium last and night. And can I just, <laughs> can I just put it to the guy that spent more time in Melbourne than Jeff fucking Kennett? <laughs> Down the back there. Is Uncle he Tim. is he not wrong? He's absolutely right. Spot yeah, on. Absolutely yeah, spot Melbourne on. Night. That's why they talk it. about how Melbourne is the best. It yeah. is the best, but but fans are not, fans. And you're the yeah, people naturally. the exactly the same old mates at Campbelltown Stadium doing the same thing. Just arrived at Campbelltown Station. <laughs> no, it's amazing more like, night for yeah, <laughs> Just arrived at Sea Town Bruh. Airshay. Any, <laughs> anywho, um, that was a great game to start the premiership season. And it's continued on. The women's AFL yeah. um, grand final was last night, and the Western Bulldogs got up over. And the they're not the ones Brisbane that kept Lions. winning, right? Because the Brisbane Lions had won the last couple. No, Brisbane Lions were in the last grand final, but lost to Adelaide, oh. and were in this one have and have again lost. Right. So they're the chokers. We can call them the chokers. So Ooh. when we start That's coming up, a, with time, did you just give them that tag? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you did. Once it becomes more prevalent, it'll get out there. Um, but the oh, story before this AFL women's AFL grand final was um, their captain for Western Bulldogs, Katie Brennan, being suspended for a rough inverted column, inverted commas tackle mm. in the previous um, game, where she absolutely nailed an opponent. And in AFL, you can't smash like if you grab them around the waist and their arms are pinned and sling them to the ground. It's you get a free kick and it's usually a um, It's a normal tackle fine. in any other contact sport. But okay, you can't do it in AFL, yeah? No, but this, this is different to any front-on tackle. Okay. Because it's usually from the side or behind. And she got absolutely... The woman got absolutely pummeled by Katie Brennan. Yeah. Great tackle. And it's yeah, super intimidating. Yeah. Um, but there's so been... So shouldn't have been... And if you're on that judiciary, which way do you go? I would say it's absolutely rough conduct, but definitely not suspension worthy. See much, fine. see much like much like the Tigers penalty. If you if you like if if you look at the letter of the law, it was a penalty. Like it was a penalty. It was a free kick. Yeah. But the fact that it decided or what the ramifications were yeah. was yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. And there was nothing to lose for the 
um, Western Bulldogs to appeal the decision. Oh, and of course. They obviously lost the appeal and then they went to, there was a final review and they brought up that actually in a men's game they, that wouldn't be, you wouldn't be suspended for the equivalent tackle. Wow. Um, and Fat Dave was telling me that they went chose the suspension off option because if they were to fine her a match fee or equivalents, they wouldn't be able to afford it. I can't. I'm not sure where I heard that on a sports broadcast during the week that she was um, appealing the suspension. Yeah, right. The, <laughs> the no, the fine that the fine that was handed down would have been a sorry. The, the punishment handed down in the men's game would have been a, a susp- uh, sorry a fine a fine, a fine yeah. Yeah, but because fine. the women don't get paid nearly a, yeah. A, yeah. A, you know a percentage of what the men do the fine was seemed well, the fine was deemed um, inappropriate, inappropriate. Yeah. Um, so they gave her a suspension and that's where I think they found issues because it, yeah. you know Maybe maybe she'll want to go into debt if she can play the grand final. I'm glad her team won. Yeah. And I'm glad that she was able did to... Did she send... get a ring and shit, though? Like, did she get the same... She amount? was up there and took the... She was not allowed to be a part of the official formalities, but got up there and took the trophy um, as a part of it anyway. Okay. And had her shirt underneath Like, I'm, I'm... I'm, But, uh, who knows? I don't... I'm not sure what the fallout of that will be, but I think it's just going to... I think we'd hear a lot more about it if the Western yeah. Bulldogs didn't win. Yeah. Or if it was season. fucking men's. That's the other thing. It's a men... If, if we had an AFL grand final, the captain wasn't allowed in because of a tackle, yeah. all we would be hearing is oh, about that shit. Oh, it'd be absolutely massive. And, yeah. So that was a good a good thing. The results pretty much went to plan in terms of right. um, expected winners and losers, mm-hmm. obviously. The Giants played this afternoon and absolutely dominated... Western Bulldogs particularly. Yeah, mm. yeah, they did, didn't they? After the first quarter, it was reasonably close, but then they came out 80-point winners. And but, that, but, the, but the Western Bulldogs only scored 30 points. Oh, they is that, or, or it was, was there... 133 to 51, which is an absolute... Oh, that's a, yeah, it's a shellacking. Um, and and Western Bulldogs. But I was going to say with the women's the women's AFL, the Western Bulldogs women's team win it this year. They the men's team won it two years ago. Oh. So as a club, they're pretty yeah, fuck. pretty strong. But the men's team came out today and absolutely got smashed. They right. must is... have been loving up um, loving the victory from the women. Yeah, them. probably going out having a few. Um, what are they drink? What what are they drinking? Um, Pina coladas or something? No, in, in, in what are they drinking? Melbourne Footscray. Is that Footscray? The old Footscray. Footscray. Not they, drink, they drink they drink cocktails. I don't know, you're from Melbourne, you tell me. <laughs> no, but it's the Western Bulldogs the old Footscray. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, old yeah. Footscray. Yeah, yeah. So Footscray, Footscray Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, what do they drink? Oh, yeah. Like Melbourne Melbourne bitter? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A few too many Melbourne bitters. Definitely <laughs> there's a, Melbourne bitter. <laughs> <laughs> there's a game going on right now with Melbourne and Geelong and there's four points in it. It's ninety seven, ninety three. Wow. And I've um, tipped Geelong because Gary Ablett, we talked about, who left the Gold Coast Suns. Finally, Jesus. So he was an absolute yeah, legend yeah, yeah. Of, the, of Geelong. Won a few, three premierships, then left and went to the Gold Coast for like a retirement fund. That has <coughs> yeah. managed to get out of there and came back. Realised that losing losing, losing he, every game he is the Benji shit. Marshall. He kept doing the hand gesture like <laughs> yeah. it was a super fun at every game. He's the Benji Marshall of AFL. <laughs> if you could see, there's so many diamonds yeah. around this room. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond hands. For sure. He's the Benji Marshall of AFL and he's come back to his homeland and he's going to hopefully do some good things. Before you move on, Holland, that stupid commercial. No, the, you know what? I industry know, Super no, you move, Yeah, the Industry <laughs> Super Fun commercial. We are no way affiliated with Industry Super If you super watch fun. those ads, it infuriates me. Doing those two hands is so easy. 
And everyone in the commercial seems to ne- feel the need to look at their hands as they do it and then look up at the camera. I got it right. It fucking kills me. <laughs> Just do it with your hands and look at me. But you've got to anyway. concentrate on the super fun you're choosing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, all in the, it's all in the actions. Anyway, the lock of the week isn't going to play because it's literally the Perth game of the round. Oh, no. <laughs> so they're kicking off in uh, about an hour and a half Sydney time, so... I'll be coming back to you with the good news. Next oh, week. literally. Now I get it. Because it's in Perth. Correct. I'm, ba- I'm so back. Off the stadium. Yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, so that's AFL. Now, um, Great times. Fat Dave, before... I'm not inviting you to launch yet at Australian Cricket, but can Sorry? you tell us who's your sports best friend? Is it cricket or is it rugby league? What's your sports best friend, do you think? Oof. Jesus. Look, if you... It, no, no, no. My sports best friend is rugby league. Yeah. Um, I, you know... My most vivid memories are sitting on the hill at Leichhardt in the freezing cold, say on a Friday night, wrapped up in a in a picnic rug, and watching watching the Tigers get absolutely <laughs> belted, yeah. and that still remains to this day one of my most fond memories of rugby league. Saying that, uh, the doctor and I have played several years of um, club cricket together. Um, we might get a call up soon. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, if Pup, if, if Pup doesn't um, take up that offer by um, Peter Fitzsimons, then I think you might be next in line. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, no, but look, the biggest, the biggest tiger and the doctor and myself have, have always, we've always talked tigers, but we've always talked cricket as well. Um, big fan of both rugby league, definitely, but cricket also. Has a special place in my heart. Which oh, there's I nothing better to fall asleep to in a lazy afternoon. The amount of times I've been at your mum or dad's place where we've had a burger with a lot, no tomato, after you've been oh, in the pool all morning, shit. and then Remember you put the test, crack, the test cricket on, then fall asleep. It's fucking and you massive. wake up and you go, What happened? I don't know. I was asleep. Were you? Three, oh, was asleep. <laughs> Three oh, Friday night. That's what happens. That was a great day. <laughs> yeah, great. Happy days. Um, look, I don't know if this is the segue that I need, but I'm just going to sort of. No, we're not. I'm going to hand it back to you, Big T. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Don't launch yet. We've still got some positives today. Fucking Winks in his 25th start. Just wants to go. Wow! Okay, we let's let's see what's been wowing us this week. Have you got anything positive of a wow, Pats, before we launch? Oh, I think I had a wow. Can you come back? Come back to me, back. Doctor, you got something? Yeah, far out. My wow is also cricket related. In England, New Zealand. I play England at the moment in a test yes. match. Yes, yeah. I was going to bring this up later. Great. And they, England were batting in their first innings, and New Zealand like literally cut a frontal hole for them. <laughs> that was so vivid. It was, it was the Perth shit. inning oh, of the world. Holy shit! <laughs> they were eight for twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, Somehow they got 50 odd. Like, what 58. did they do to get those extra 20 something runs? I think everyone would be laughing so hard. Came out. Oh, laughing so hard, the bowler would have been killing himself and then letting, oh, yeah. it's another, it's bounced three times. It's Eight a, for it's a 27. No like, we thought England played badly in some of the test matches here in summer, but mm. they've gone home, regrouped. <laughs> You're <laughs> loving the, uh, <laughs> the inverted commas with your fingers and no one can see. Oh, I wish I could see it. Um, <laughs> And they've come back to New Zealand to absolutely get their... Not the greatest cricketing nation in the world. New Zealand have come come good. Oh, they've always been good in the one days. Yeah. I've always respected them one days, but... But t- 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 8 for 27 is a new... They did avoid That's their worst score ever of 43. Getting That's not a lot in it, though. Um, 25%. Yeah. Something like that. Getting um, dismissed for 43, so they um, avoided that tag. So Alistair Cook... 
Oh, no, it's not Alex. It's Joe Root as the... Um, he got fucked. Yep. Ba-bum. Rooted. Mm. Mm. Okay, mine is I'm going away this Easter and I'm doing a talk, drink, learn thing. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's a thing that is on... It's happening a bit now where you go away and then everyone has to organise a three-minute presentation on whatever you want and then you get to heckle it and, and if they go over three minutes, they get everybody has to drink or something stupid. Anyway, it's a presentation drinking game. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I wanted to do about rugby league. So I asked the Twitter sphere what I should be doing for rugby league. And I got so many ideas and discussions that I was amazed, particularly from Lynn at Lynn Shields was so crazy helpful. She suggested uh, greatest mascots of all time, greatest streakers of all time. And if no one's listening or anyone starts to fire up, I threaten to streak. Um, I got how globalization and rugby league are the same and how the, the, all the parallels. and It was incredible. And people were sending me slides. Like, this is what you should do and this is what you should say. It was fucking amazing. So I, I was wowed by that, Twitter. You're incredible. Thank you. Is this a um, church retreat you're going on? <laughs> <laughs> no. I only believe in one church and that's at Leichhardt Oval. We're in it. And it's the uh, gods of sport. and So it is. Maybe I should have done that. I should just preach about the gods of sport. Yeah. It's not too late. Mm. You haven't done it yet. Anyway, and Fats, did you ever think of it or you didn't? Yeah, yeah, I did have a think about it and I'm not going to go, I'm not going to delve too deeply. I might actually say my wow moment for this week is actually being able to go with you guys to Limp Biscuit after this <laughs> and my wife not smashing out that baby. Yeah. So I was fairly confident when I bought the tickets that I would not yeah. go to the concert. So, oh, no, due date was 10 days ago. Yeah. Um, so, so you thought we'll have no, a ten day no, old baby wife, no, and a three year three year old four year old fuck it I'll go to a no, I'll fuck, be able to go to absolutely a and you know what actually just sitting <laughs> here sitting here right now with, in this crash, room yeah. they've got a, <laughs> bring him you could have brought the charger he'd fuck be in the oh, pit. Look, no <laughs> just just people. sitting here with you guys talking talking sport and having a good banter is my yeah, way I'm doing the week. I can't believe the charger's four years old fuck me yeah he's charging hey have we changed and actually this is my the last you know. Uh, have we changed channels? No, Growlers. Oh, Growlers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's oh, a really. nice taste of beer, but it's... This is a darker one. It's a... Multi? It's called Fat Dave. Oh, it's called Fat. It's called Fat Charmer. The Fat Charmer. Oh, yeah. oh didn't we do one. this one as well? Because yeah, I said well. I was a Fat Charmer. Isn't yeah. that what we said? Anyway. <laughs> was, if I didn't, can I use that joke again? Your dreams. <laughs> Something about a Fat Charmer. Okay, let's move on because I know Fat's just fucking sitting there touching his ball, waiting to tamper with his own ball. <laughs> Tam with my own balls. Watching from the sideline, watching like an eagle hawk. I'm going to start with my Eagle Hawk because I know you guys are going to fucking kill the Australian cricket team. I've got two. <laughs> the NBL, would you believe? Which Australia has a basketball league. The NBL is just about to finish their finals. They're in game four today. Melbourne United's playing Adelaide 36ers. So far, this isn't that interesting and I agree with you. <laughs> Melbourne, Melbourne's just about to win their first title. Still not that interesting. What I thought was interesting, though, was allegedly it's superheated. Ball tampering. No, fuck, I wish. That'd be incredible. Australians all over the, the world. <laughs> the Patriots. Ball? Nah. Uh-huh. One guy shoots a three, buries it. He then's like celebrating as they do and then fucking throws his shoulder into the guy who's marking him. Not normal for basketball. The guy who's marking him doesn't like it. Fucking headbutts him <laughs> and then both benches clear. Yeah, right. Onto the court, fucking everything going. And I was like, this is excellent. Because it's a final though, unlike the AFL, they were like, hey guys, here's a cheeky fine. Allegedly, if the bench is clear, everyone's in. Everyone's Fair out. Game. Yeah, no, everyone's supposed to be out. If you, there is, your benches uh, are never supposed to clear for anything, and because they did, they should be suspending all of them. But they can't because they've suspended everybody in that thing. No one would be eligible to play, play. in the grand final. So they were just like, 
Everyone's fined. Let's play the next game and just pretend this didn't happen. Fucking crazy. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is the National Rugby League Hall of Fame. I know. Can and you believe it? <laughs> fucking late news. And a welcome to all those listeners, obviously, in the front office of the NRL, because we were telling you to do this two weeks <laughs> yeah. you've, so, got, you've got front line into the Bulldogs. You've got front line into I, I didn't realise we had such reach. This is great. Uh, so they're inducting six new players in the NRL Hall of Fame. Now, that would be weird because that would mean there are only six. No. The other hundred that would have been that was selected for the centenary, the best after we had a hundred years of rugby league, the the hundred best players, they're all automatically put in. Six new in this year, and then every four years, I think they do four years. They do the uh, what's it? The immortals. immortals thing. That's right. Oh, so sorry, it's every year. You're right, Fat. So a maximum of four are inducted every year from 2019, and they could be coaches, referees, and contributors, just like we fucking suggested. They have to be retired for five years, just like we suggested. The Immortals are also changing where every four years, five players get selected by a screening committee and then a maximum of two Immortals can go in each cycle and they must be a member of the Hall of Fame. And they have to be retired five years or longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's for the Hall of Fame, so then therefore it's also for Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, yeah. one leads the other. Sure. So that seems like a, such a smarter, normal... I can't believe it took us this long. I'm not going to go into this, but obviously the, the, the previous system was... Not existent. The there was no Hall of well, Fame. It was just some guy going, eh, yeah. It was yeah, literally. Yeah. It was pretty much um, some guy Buddy Beats and yeah, yeah, deciding in a pub, and, oh, it's time. 100%. It's time, it was boys. a magazine and the NRL bought it and then there, were, there was been no organisation of who or how. The last one was in 2012 and there was only one put in. The one before that was in like 1998 and three were put in. It made no sense when the years were happening sure, or how it was sure. happening. All right, good. That's good news. So That's now it's news. been structured and a lot better and I hope it works because. If it, they need any further advice, just ask. Well, I don't even to ask. We'll just tell them. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just well, see guys, how it goes. You guys are on Twitter, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay, cool. yeah. NRL.com. Uh, I'll just look how it goes in 2019 and I'll tell you what you need to change. Are you both doing Australian cricket? Fucking yes. Okay, let's go. Will you both just fire up? Go. What are you eagle hawking this week? Both of you gronks. Gronk off. I'll oh, give you the privilege. Thank to you. Because right. no, I'm not going to be back next week. Um... What happened, start at the beginning, because let's assume that no one has any idea what the fuck you're talking about. How, long, how moment, long have we got? Can I just say, because I don't want to keep going forever, no, but I just it. want to keep... I'll cut you off eventually. Australia's playing South Africa at the moment in the test series. Australia's playing South Africa in the third test of a four-test series. Um, and like you said to me, I'm not going to say whether I'm a league fan or a cricket fan, one or the other. I'm a league and a cricket fan, and I've loved cricket and the game of cricket. I've played it for a number of years. And I poorly. have watched it very poorly. Um, and I've watched it avidly with my fellow roommates in this room for a long, long time. And I woke up this morning and the first thing that I – actually the first thing I saw when I flicked on the TV was cheats, the word cheats. And it had it had the Australian cricket team on vision, Australia accused or, or admitted to ball tampering. Mm. So I had to make coffee, sit down, find out where this was going and it sort of consumed my whole day in terms of reading about it, um, watching footage, in terms of just thinking about what the implications are beyond mm. just this test match. Mm. Um, so talk me through it. At the moment, from what I so, saw, so, they've, got, so they've got some tape that he has in normally in the dressing so room. So as it, as, it, as it stands, and this is something that's been pieced together by the South African um, by the South African broadcaster. But it it's essentially the, the clip I saw was Mark Nicholas cutting to 
some some edited footage of of him saying, "Look, we, we've we've got this from the broadcaster, and mm. we're going to show you it." It's Cameron Bancroft, who is our new, um, relatively new opening batsman. This is an eighth Pick- test. Thank you. Picking picking up the ball um, off a off a off sort of a dead ball, um, picking it up as you'd normally field it and rubbing it in his hand, but very unusually and rubbing it in and sort of trying to work the ball mm. some somewhat, and then actually from that go down and shine the ball on his pants as you would. Now, after he does that, he puts something in his pocket. It's very clear that the fact. And we'll get to this later. There's a lot of cameras at, mm. at this ground. If mm. you're two national teams playing sport yeah. like that, you're going to be on camera. It doesn't matter mm. what you're doing, picking yeah. your nose, picking mm. your bum. I don't care. Particularly if you have the ball. Like yeah, it's exactly yeah. right. So he's put something in his pocket. Then what it cuts to is a f- is footage of Darren Lehman on a walkie-talkie with his hand over the walkie-talkie in the change rooms talking to Peter Hanscom, who is our substitute fielder down on the sideline. Hanscom seems to be smiling but, the two are obviously in conversation. What happens after that? Hanscom gets substituted onto the field, has a conversation with um, Bancroft. with Cameron Bancroft to the effect of we can't hear it because there's no stunt mic cam um, that's loud enough to pick it up. You've, you're fucked. You're fucked. You've been caught. The last picture is Cameron Bancroft putting whatever <laughs> this is was, it, was, was in, and this is the one that everyone's sort of seen, was yeah. whatever's in, in his pocket down his trousers. Yeah. Now, sorry, so that was the second last. Puts the, it down the front of his pants. It yeah. looks insanely stupid. That's yeah. right. Now, yeah. the, sec, the, the sorry, that was the second last. And the last one is the umpires, the, the yeah, two, two officials on the field calling Bancroft over. Steve Smith runs over to have a chat because yeah, someone, out. whether it's the match referee or the third yeah. umpire, has alerted them to the fact that the, that the grounds cameras have picked they up picked this up. Mm. sort of stuff. You need to have a word. Now, Bancroft has pulled out a sunglasses... Um, case. case one of those microfiber cloths from his pocket. Because they've asked him to empty his pockets, and, like a child. And yeah. Exactly right, and it's kind of like if you see this, you un you like as a viewer, you know that this guy is bullshitting or trying to hide something. That's what because you can clearly see later. that there is something yellow that he puts down yeah, his pants yeah, yeah. that is not coming out of his pockets when the umpires ask him to clear his pockets. And it's an excellent point because when I watched the replays as well, I saw all of that. I also saw the people in they also the, the footage I saw was cutting also to the um the grandstand where the South Africans were playing and they were gesturing saying like there's fucking something happening. They're yeah. using the hand gesture saying there's something fucking yeah. happening. The commentators at the time are saying the umpires are talking. I think it's about light because they haven't worked out yeah. what it is. They yet. called they called the game right or the the day. But to the bad fact light. that that Smith knows it's happening and Bancroft knows it's happening, they've both been called over well, to hang, the teacher no. and then and they're both having a yeah. chat. But and, hang on, and hang Hanson's on. At, going, there's nothing at this point, point we don't sorry. know. We don't know that we don't know. But okay. they fucking know. That's of course what, they fucking yeah, know. Right. Now, now they went back now, and they were just like, I'm going to keep going because I feel that this is just the start of it. Between when play finished and when the press conference happened was about 65 minutes, by which time Cameron Bancroft had already been charged with grade one um, offence, which, yeah. was, which was ball tampering. Now, whatever that means is whatever that means. There's been obviously an opportunity for Steve Smith, Cameron Bancroft, and I'm putting in inverted commas this leadership group, group yeah. whoever that fucking is, because no one's going to come up with it yet. Until they... We know who it is. We know, look, we, and I'm going to say who well, I do you think. think. it's Darren Lemon? It's Darren Lehman. I think it's Darren Lehman, David Warner, yeah. um, Steve, Smith. Steve Smith, and there's potential there for someone like Nathan Lyon for yeah. Mitchell Stark. Yeah, for the okay. for your two 
front line. Take, let's assume Nathan Lyon and Mitchell Stoke aren't in it though, because and it's because it's, I would definitely suggest that everybody else who said is would be part of a leadership group. The vice captain, the cap. For anyone who doesn't know who those people are, it's the vice captain, captain, coach, and the person who is implicated in the problem. Yeah. yeah. Now, anyway, that's that's my take on it. Anyway, we're sort of getting off topic. They had a press conference. Now, there's been time for Steve Smith and Cameron Bancroft to say, we've been caught, we're going to get asked about it, we need to come clean. Yeah. They get asked a number of questions in the press conference to say, have you been caught? And they were very forthcoming with their answers. Cameron Bancroft told them what they had, which was a yellow bit of tape in their pockets, uh, in his pocket. He gathered a lot of dirt off the side of the pitch on this very, very sticky tape that they have in their kit bags okay. mm. to try and rough up the ball. Mm. The questions that then get asked about... Uh, Sorry, and anyone who doesn't know anything about cricket, you'd rough up one side of the ball and keep the other one lovely. That's what they're doing when they're wiping it on the pants because it helps the ball move in flight. Yeah, and essentially and the reason they the did it and what Steve Smith has indicated, the reason they did it was to try and extract some reverse swing out of the ball, which for people will know Mitchell Stark took nine wickets in the first test because the ball was reversing very okay. violently. Mm. Um, it can do a lot to change mm. the... Outcome of an innings. Yeah, you have less than a second to judge where a ball's trajectory is going. It, it helps. Now, I'm, I don't want to get into the details of press conference because if you're watching this and you're on Twitter, you can very, very easily log on to one of our fantastic sports websites that, you know, <laughs> yeah. occupy We've the tweeted. internet and We've see. We've retweeted heaps of the videos. And, look, and you can see the press conference and what the outcome of it is. Now, the issue that I have and still have and I'm not sure that I can get over is Why? Mm. Now, I hold Steve Smith as a captain, as a batsman, mm. incredibly highly. So did I. So, so did, did I. I. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> now, I think he's one of the most entertaining batsmen to watch in the world. Um, the way that he can play a bowler who... One of the, dominating oh, at the time. He, he, he mm. can play a bowler anywhere in the, in the world because he's got such an unorthodox technique. He has got so... He plays so differently and I... That then translates into the way that I hold him as a yeah. player and mm. a captain, and the fact that I love the Australian cricket team, and the fact that he and was that a I spin want... bowler, and then was it didn't work for him, and he came back and he worked so hard and and is the best, and is um, in and inverted commas, back... he's the best batsman since Bradman, yeah. and his average shows that. Yeah, and there so is the fact absolutely that he would no have that question. Drive to now, do one and come the back. The issue other. that I have is the fact that this got to where it has already and that they actually, and by they I mean Steve Smith and this inverted commas leadership group, mm. decided that we could lose a test or we could change the outcome of the test by cheating yeah. that someone didn't turn around and say this is not a yeah. good idea. This isn't worth it. Yeah. This is not worth it losing yeah. one test yeah. or the whole series. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, honestly, what does it matter? Yeah. But the fact that there was not one but a number of players and coaches, if you want to implicate them, yeah. but that's not proven yet, mm. If you that the, the, there is a, a fundamental cultural, there is, there is something missing from the culture in mm. the Australian dressing rooms that needs addressing. There is something wrong with their thought process, with the fact that they can think that this will be a good idea yeah. and that they won't get caught. Yeah, they got caught and they have to admit it. I just, I think it does more damage 
on a it it doesn't it, it does more damage than just this team and this test and this player and this captain. Yeah. It implicates all the captains before. It implicates all the captains that will follow. It implicates grade cricket, first grade cricket, club mm. cricket, yeah. because then there's this fine tooth comb that will go through every yeah. process that will now be applied to a fielding team, and because because of this one. Incident. Steve Smith will never be able to. And this is my opinion. He will never be able to clear his name no, of this. No. Cameron Bancroft. I will not be able to clear no. his name, but I do believe he's been used as a scapegoat. Oh, Cameron Bancroft's been absolutely stitched up in this entire. But he's situation. come. But he's he come. Also made all of these choices. I mean, he. But, he is, but he's made the choices. But as Michael Clark said this morning, when he was coming up to play, yeah. and if Steve Steve War asked him to jump off a bridge, would he do it? Yeah, yeah he bloody yeah, would. No, you're right. You're so, in a way. But he's not the leader. Oof. He's yeah. not the leader. And can I just say, I I think Steve Smith, if he does not stand down, should be axed as captain. He should be given a lengthy Oof. sanction as a player. Yeah. My respect for him as a captain and a player has absolutely gone out the window. Yeah. And I think that anyone implicated in this beyond Steve Smith, whether it's David Warner, Darren Lehman, coaching staff, the whole team, I think should be given the full letter of the law, I do not want to follow a team that is playing... That's yeah. cheating. That's cheating. Yeah. But before we go... I'll slow clap, come on. Indeed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ball not. It's not the first effort of ball tampering, we must say. No. And cheating per se in terms of changing the outcome of a game. No. Australia are obviously scared shitless of what the outcome of the series might be if Rabada and South Africa keep going. So the fact that they made those poor choices to influence this innings yeah. is utterly scary that a captain would go to that low That's and strange. the leadership group. And I, I don't just hold Steve Smith, it's Dave Warner because they're like they're pretty they're much... In, they're in cohorts. It's the captain and vice-captain, Hughes, absolutely. They are the, like... They don't make decisions without each other. Mm. That's how they've referenced that in the past. And, they and do you know what? If both of them got the axe tomorrow, then so be it. But the scary thing happy is to, happy to there keep was an going. incident in day one where Pat Cummins was bowling and he just got um, four wickets in the last session and he blatantly steps on the ball really, with his studs when he's bending down to pick it up and he got asked in the press conference what was going on there. Why were you trying to step on the ball? And he's like, oh, it was an accident. Mm. And that See, just now all of those little that, things that stuff starts building up a yeah. picture of this wasn't a like a um, the end of day three decision. This was we could no no no. This is this, this has been a series long yeah. decision. But that's yeah. but that's the scary thing. They're going to go no, back no, no. through footage and then they're going to of the England find, line or of no. the and this and this will take yeah. this will this will go back to the this will go back through his whole captaincy yeah, and they will so. look at every decision he's made where the game has been turned around and Steve Smith has made a decision that fuck that was a good decision yeah. but now why was yeah. it a good decision? Yeah. He says that he hasn't been. He, it's never happened on his watch before. Yeah. Mm. But just, how can you, you have lost the faith of the yeah. entire cricket-watching public based on this one decision? Yeah. And the saddest um, thing, as you said it before, he's, he's Australia's greatest batsman since Bradman and now he probably won't be remembered. It doesn't matter how good a batsman yeah, he is. It honestly doesn't. And Do I am know, hearing tweets waste. come left, right and centre. Adam Gilchrist, Shane Warne, mm, Brad yeah. Hogg. I just want to put in my two sets. Adam Gilchrist is by far the greatest Australian sportsman in terms of his sportsmanship. I can put it out there that mm. he's yep. the most, he the greatest sportsman like mm. in terms of the game 
not just right, cricket, but across the board. Like, mm. if you're comparing sportsmanship, he is the fucking baseline. Right. He, the fact that he's come out so strongly about this is utterly an utter disgrace at the fact that a captain would even put this idea out there. I would think Cameron Bancroft might be capable of doing it just to, oh, fucking yeah. made that ball swing because I did this. Hey, boys, what do you think? Mm. If that was him on his own, great, you're an idiot. 100%. Like, is, yes. Absolutely. You brought that from great cricket thing. or you brought like, that from yeah, some that other doesn't that, was a, yeah. that was a stupid decision, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. But then the fact that it's come from um, if if he's at the end of this game not saying, yep, yeah, it's my fault, it's Dave's fault too, we're stepping down, we're going to put this money that we got paid for this game to somewhere else, I've got nothing to say. Like, mm. It's pretty sad. It's it's a sad state of affairs when the the second highest office in the land being the captain of the Test 11. So I'm talking, you want to be Prime Minister one day. Oh, if I yeah. can't be Prime Minister, I'm going to be Test captain. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, if if you are caught red-handed ad- cheating and then yeah. admit that you're cheating, yeah. the implications for this are... You just need to be handed the full letter of yeah. the law. Mm. And I'm sorry there's people out there. Michael Clark was very, very wise with his words today on Sports Sunday. And you could tell that he wasn't happy, but no. he also needed to stick up for Steve Smith, which I understand because well, they... Well, he was be- doing it as look, a person. Well, you because and I they, because they, this as, as Australians and now when I go and speak to a British person who follows cricket, they're going to be like... All Australians are cheats, and I'm going to have to fucking cop that. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with them, but, and, and I'm. Yeah, I'm going to say. And I'm going to say. Yes, Clark's you're talking right. from a personal point of view. Yeah, that's right. But Michael Clark's talking as I know that human, and that human's hurting, and that hurts my heart because I know exactly right. Hundred percent. So yeah, he 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 that. has a two sided approach, whereas yeah. we don't know Steve Smith from a bar of soap. No. Yet we loved what he does or did. This has put a a it's tarnished the game of cricket. And I'm not sure that we will be able to forget about it oh, for, um, for, a, for a long, long time. It makes me really, really sad. Um, and I just await to see what the outcome is. Just yeah. real quick, Doctor, do you think he stays as captain? No, definitely not. And you don't think he stays as captain? Uh, whether he gets axed or steps down, definitely not. Mm. I reckon no. he does. I reckon they stay and nothing changes. There has they, been they presidents. find him and nothing If happens. he there has stays been but... biggest tiger, if he stays on as captain, it will put the game into even more disrepute because mm, it saying. will just it's, it will I'm not set... saying you should, I'm just saying what would it's happen. It's pretty hot at the moment because we're Australians and it doesn't happen so much. Mm. But Faf Duplessis, the South African captain, has also been involved in ball tampering. Mm. Mike Atherton has also been like there's been a lot of captains. Shahid Afridi for Pakistan. But if we go as making poor calls and actually being but involved as, in the action themselves. But as a lot of people will put it, as the best test team in the world, and we have been for a long, long time, whether we've been there at the moment or whether we've kind of come off the, you know, come off the rails a bit, yeah. we need to set a standard. Yeah, the standard and the standard is, in my view, he needs to be stepped down. I'm going to move on to some tweets. So at Budlinya wrote this great one and hold on to your pants. Cameron Bancroft and Steve Smith are cheats. Cameron and Steve Smith are cheats. Cameron and Smith are cheats. Cameron and Smith cheats. Cameron Smith cheats. He turned into a Melbourne Storm stitch up and I love it. 
At Lebby Cricket, the worst thing about this ball tampering nonsense is my, in my opinion, is that it distracts the attention from England's fantastically funny 58 all <laughs> Six months ban for everyone just for that. They That's fucking that. ball tampered before the game started. <laughs> right, let's yeah. it. Okay. I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. Uh, your lock hasn't played. I can't remember this what my is the lock most, was. This is the longest ever lock of the three pods in a row, and my lock still hasn't yeah, come still through playing. to actually play. My uh, lock, so I'm still winning. My lock is next week the Broncos beat the Titans. Have you got a lock for next week? Oh, Tigers over the Eels. Is a, I think it's going to be a bit of a manly showdown. Uh, Steve Smith will be stepped, stood stood down. <laughs> oh! as, Steve Smith will be stood down as captain and, and player for the fourth test. Oh, he will. Little... He will not take part in the force. Suspended. Okay. Ketchup. 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 Oh, I'm in way over my head. Uh, they're going well. Can I just say, so far in the round, Tim is still. He's like, smashing it. I oh know it's fucking really annoying. So. <laughs> I'm so glad he's left at the moment. So Uncle Tim somehow is still winning, even though he tipped the Titans, who just lost fucking 180 to... 54-8. Yeah, fuck. Well, it wasn't 54-8. Are you making that up? No, it was. Oh, my God. Anyway, so somehow he's still winning. Then it's me. Then it's Mario Siegs. All the way at the bottom, D-bro, blah, 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 who blah. Who is blah. D-bro? I don't know, but he didn't tip this week. Jock Johnson well, and Miguel Sanchez are at the bottom, that little puss. Little he's puss. A, he's texting me. I, I said to him, are you going to man up in terms of uh, coming to Limp Bizkit? And he goes, oh, I don't know, bro. I'm so cooked. And then he goes, where are you C-bombs heading? Poached egg, mate. What a douchebag. I said, egg. hold the phone. <laughs> anyway, so I'm hoping to take soft, over. Soft um, poached, I'm, I'm hoping to take over. <laughs> I'm hoping to take over. What's cooking? Good week. looking. Next week's rounds of rugby league, we've got the cows in Penrith. So that's the cows and the Black Panthers at... The wet towel, up at the wet towel. What do we got? Wet towel. You like the cows? Or you I've like the black towel? Say one more time. Up at the wet cow. Wet no, the towel. wet towel because it's in Townsville. Now that Cleary's gone, oh, it's in Townsville. That makes so much more sense yeah. as well. But it's also because in tropical places it's really hot and then tropical North Queensland. F- FNQ. Surely yeah. if you come up with something dental related, being one three hundred. Well, it's yeah, but uh, that's because this week they did one three hundred teeth. You did a front tooth. I know, but I, I feel like who's the joke so have it's been cows done. and cows and panthers. Yeah, who do you like? Up at Townsville? Yeah. You've got to repeat. I've got to get cows. And you also took yeah. cows, right? And then we've got the bunnies and the oonspays. Oh, it's not, yeah. is it? Because oh, the oonspays. Yeah, because the, it's the oh. Good Friday match. They oh, have it every week. Of course. Doggies. I'm also going to take the oonspays. Yes. <laughs> Who are you taking? South. And also, listen, to hear how fired up he gets about the oonspays, I'm telling you. Uh, then we've got Old Gill versus Storms, and that's is the Come white on, out. I, I'm not Old Gill's the Sharks. Old Gill's at the white out. And where are we playing? At Shark Park or yeah. we Amy? Oh, sorry. We Who is... are you, Jets? Old Gill? Oh, come on. So Old Gill is playing at the white out, which is because they're so racist there in Cronulla. Yeah, Cronulla. <laughs> it's called the white out. Uh, so it's Melbourne and the Storms for everyone. No, I like the Sharks. I like the Sharks at Shark Park. Really? Yeah. It's his last. Yeah, it's his last episode. People. <laughs> hey, we... there's a sizzler down near there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Chicken Chow Money versus the Warrior. Oh, the no. What are we? Oh, did I come up with a name for the? Oh, I did. So the Warriors are now called the Traveling Circus because they're constantly moving around and they're entertaining. So they're now they're the circus. So Chicken Chow Money versus the Circus, and that's at the Foam Neck Press. Can I just say that the Warriors are 
first place at the moment. Well, you got to pick the Warriors three and no. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I'm going the Warriors. Me yep. too. Yeah, yeah. Eighty percent of um, tips went towards chicken chow money, and then at the Dirty Bird versing the. This is the Perth game. Who's the, the Dirty Birds? Come on, Manly. This has got to oh, be the Perth game. It's around. not going to be Manly. Whoever versing the clap. Which is M- M- Canberra, which is... What are they going to be up by and lose by? Oh, and, and they're playing... They're, they're playing at Brookie. They're playing at the bad bet. Oh, That's right. God. They're going to be up by 20, Canberra, and then lose by... <laughs> and then lose by 40. 40. <laughs> <laughs> so you're picking the Dirty Bird? I have to pick uh, the Dirty Bird. I'd pick the Dirty Bird this week, man. Fucking... I, pick, I know they fucked me. Oh, I hate... I can't... Tipped Manly. God. The one time I sided with K-Bay, I'm going to go to the um, Restfault. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name for them. Uh, on Sunday, the Commies are versing the Sandy Castles, and that's at the Neverwin Stadium. Be, oof, that'd be good. At Neverwin. Yeah. So we're down south. It's going to be yeah. three for three games. Yeah, I'll, I'll... I'm taking the Commies. Commies. Yeah, off, off a big win this weekend. Mm. Um, yeah, I will take blood and bandages. And then there's the Horse Lodge versus Shitans, and that's at... What did I call British Vegas? I thought I had a better name. British Vegas? Suncorp. I'll take the... And take the horses, no, the ponies, the ponies, the ponies. Yeah, and in fact, that was my lock of the week. Ninety-two percent of people have tipped the horse lodge for that. I'm going for the. There's eight percent of people I'm that going for the don't know what they're talking. <laughs> yeah, die hard <laughs> don't types. know what they're talking about. Or who? Um... Horse lodge will be known as the gold place for me. And then the last one is game the, of the, round. the game of the round Oof. on Monday. On Monday, I've also Jesus. so I'm I'm away on the weekend with all with those friends. And is I've this told an them, Easter Monday game? Mm, yeah, and I told always. them, sorry, I'm leaving early. Who, Tigers? Yeah. I, I remember coming back yeah, we two, against... two or three years ago when they were playing. It was like 54,000 people there. 54,000 people and could see the lights. It was like... It so who, we, who, are we playing, who are we playing against, sorry? We're playing against the Paramata Sala. Oh, we'll flog them. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. A and Z. Well, 70 people have tipped the Tigers. Woo! Fuck. So the last time I saw Paramata and the Tigers play at A&Z, we lost by some, with you and probably you... Lost by some horrid scoreline. Oh, God. It's going to be different this year. That's yeah, right. it'll be great this year. I'm, I'm G'd up. Oh, can you check that weather out? <laughs> Holy shit. It's looking pretty harsh. Okay. Um, that's it. So, great job, Fats. Smashed it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You know, I'd say I'd love to do it again. I really would love to do it again, but maybe we'll... Well, last, we invited you and then all of a sudden Australia did the worst fucking thing they've done in ages and so... Yeah, no, 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 timing. I'm glad. Look, and, and to be honest with you, I've been talking to Paul's, who's my Pauline, who's my wife today, about the fact that this is such a great opportunity to vent what I have been yeah, carrying on like an old bat about all day. <laughs> She's um, telling you I don't give a fuck. Shut up. No, no, no. She's into it. She's totally into it. Yeah, that's why I married her. She digs cricket. Um, She digs cricket. You heard it here first. Twice digs cricket. (laughs) Never again. Cops are stumped. Uh, (laughs) Missing us already? (laughs) Then get involved with us through the socials. You can find the doctor on Twitter at... The P-Doctor. I don't think you can find the fats anywhere, so good luck. And then You know mate, what? I left Facebook the other day too. Oh, good on you. Yes, yeah, great. I'm doing so that well. good. Was that after he... Um, that was before. It was bef- No, it was before that. Oh. Yeah, so I think you, I'm going to do the same thing. The, the merchandise has given me the thumbs up over there, and yeah. I, I think we're going to have to have a, a candid conversation after bro, this. It's the best thing five. I have done in years. You can find me on Twitter at The Biggest Tiger. Find the pod on Facey at, while we're still on there and give us a share <laughs> and review at Sports BFFs. And that's one we'll thank you and say that you're great. You can also find the pod on Insta and Twitter through at Sports BFFs. We encourage questions, comments, and of course... The bands. Thanks. If you are wanting any kind of audio engineering done, get around merch show through our socials. Want any visual design done that looks super rad like our logo, talk to Anna 
who does great watercolor illustration scams and storyboards. You can find her at www.strongpencil.com. Can we just ask Anna to change it to rather a cannon, a puss? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't forget... <laughs> To subscribe and review us on iTunes because the Apple Rovers love that shit. And with that, please tune in next week to find out from the Doctor who took a shot at goal, missed but was still given a point. Miguel, if he ever turns up because he's a massive puss. And <laughs> me, me explaining, explaining in nauseating details how the West Tigers can win the NRL Premiership again. Talk to you then, sports best friends. See ya.